Michigan Buckeye, we are back. Ohio State is back to practice this week. We're hearing a lot of good things, a lot of bad things also. Well, one bad thing is that uh, Marcus Crowley, I guess he has some sort of injury, and he's uh, he's out for at least this week. And it sucks because the guy's been battling injuries for quite some time here at Ohio State, and I know he was getting you know four or five carries a game, and he was – actively involved and we needed all our running backs to be ready we need these guys to get reps good thing is that Mayan Williams is back and I hope he's ready to play we need Mayan as much Travion is obviously very very special and I think Mayan's a really good college back we need him to to get going and help us produce but show's gonna be a little bit different um we're gonna we're gonna focus on what Ohio State looks like in the future in terms of recruiting, in terms of who's staying, who's going. We have a lot to worry about here. Um, now, I got I broke my list down into three phases, leaving on the fence and guys who are older guys that are staying, uh, injury guys. So let's start with how Ohio State is, is ranking and um, 247. So clearly, our ranking adjusted quite a bit with um, Quinn Ewers coming to Ohio State. But currently, we're, we're number eight in the country, number two in the Big Ten. Penn State has 26 commits. This is a huge year for them, but 12 of them are, 12 of them are three stars. Um, so we're not necessarily chasing them. We just need to keep getting the guys that we want and the guys that we need. And I feel more uncomfortable now that we'll probably take about 20 guys, I'm thinking. And with those 20 to 22 guys, we'll be good to go. We got we got Quinn Ewers. He'll be here next year. He's not going anywhere. I think he really wants to show and prove that he is that guy. And him reclassifying was, was a good thing for us. So we're chasing Oklahoma, Oregon, Notre Dame, Texas, Georgia, Penn State, and Alabama. My biggest fear is really – Notre Dame only because they're they're after some really good 2023 guys. Um and that's what I'm worried about. Hell, one of two of the guys from Ohio, and that's what we need to um tighten up on because we have to continue to win Ohio. The best player in Ohio needs to stay in Ohio. Ohio State cannot afford for that to happen. Guys start seeing this trend and we don't want that to ever happen. Uh, but Notre Dame has a really good class from all around the country. I mean, they're going to be a solid 9-10 win program like they are every year. And actually, Notre Dame has two guys. They recruited from Michigan this year. Um, so it shows they're willing to go everywhere. As far west as California, Arizona, as far east as New Jersey. I mean, these guys can literally recruit anywhere. And they even plucked a guy from Louisiana. So we have a lot to to worry about in this Big Ten recruiting Um it's mid-rest recruiting. But I want to transition over to who's leaving. So the obvious guys are Demario McCall hasn't played much. Chris Olave, who's first rounder. Seven Banks, I'm thinking probably a day three guy. Uh, Tyreek Smith, I think he's gone. I think he sees the writing on the wall. Hey, I can't. Either I'm not healthy, I'm not producing, whatever the case may be, I believe he's leaving. Um, I think he'll be lucky to be a day three guy. Thayer Mufford, a day t- day two guy. Jeremy Ruckert, a uh, day two guy. Now, our first transfer is going to be Jack Miller. 
Jack Miller's talented. I think he can go to Arizona, Arizona State, and play. Uh, Urban, I see why Urban loves Jack Miller. Super athletic. The most athletic quarterback we have on the roster that we've seen play so far. Uh, Garrett Wilson, first rounder. Haskell Garrett, day two. I think Marcus Hooker is transferring. I think he's going to go elsewhere and play. He sees the writing on the wall. I think Master Teague may transfer, but I think he's just going to go to the next level, try something different. If he, you know, he's probably most likely um, going to be a free agent. Antoine Jackson, I believe, another free agent. Nicholas Petit, Petit Friere, I believe he is a day two pick. I really do. Um, Teron Vincent, I see the guy transferring. He's just not. He's not cutting it. He was a five-star. We hope to see a lot of talent. It's just not paying it off, and it's unfortunate for all these guys that it's not working out for because they all worked hard to be here. So let's not ever undermine uh, their hard work uh, when it comes to that. Now, on the fence, I got to Roger Mitchell. He, I think if he leaves, he doesn't get drafted. Only problem is our issue at linebackers that we just guys are never good enough to go after three, four years most of the time for, for the past few years. And it backs up this room, and we get a bunch of high recruits, and everybody's waiting three years or so to get into play. So I don't know. Uh, Gayote, I don't know either. I think he's a baller. Just don't know. Jerron Cage, he could stay. He could transfer. Um, I, but I think the writer's on the wall with Tyleek. And um, Mitch Rossi, our tight end fullback, who's phenomenal. I hope he stays. I love using the fullback. Uh, Matthew Jones, if he doesn't want to start his spot, I see him transferring. Harry Miller, if he doesn't want to start his spot, I see him transferring, probably back home to Georgia. Zach Harrison, he's on the fence. I mean, I think it receives. It depends on what type of grade he receives. Uh, but I think at best he's a day two pick, probably a day three, early early fourth rounder. Uh, Cam Brown, we just don't know that either. We, we just don't know. Um Staying is Josh Proctor, uh, Gene Paptiste, and Tyler Friday. Those three guys are for sure staying. Um, Josh Proctor would be going this year if he had been healthy. And I think if Josh Proctor was healthy, this defense would look a lot more dynamic than how it looks now. I think very scary. I think the fact that we could have had Josh Proctor, Ronnie Hickman, and then three linebackers going, Teraza Mitchell, um, Cody Simon and either Gay OT or Steel Chambers is that's I think that's really good. So uh Gene Baptiste is I think he's gonna be a fifth year guy. He's gonna just be a, a solid rotation guy. And I think that's what he's trying to carve out. Same thing with Tyler Friday, full of talent. These guys are just trying to, you know, do well, have a few sacks and you know, try to get drafted in the later rounds. Um it's gonna be a tough transition, but I, I really see us having to fill t- 20 to 23 spots. So just, I got 15 guys just leaving. And on the fence, eight guys who are on the fence. So if you got 15 guys leaving, we have 14 recruits at the moment. Um, that pretty much covers the, the guys who are leaving. But... It's going to be glaring holes. I mean, the running back room, we don't know. And I forgot to mention who could be on the fence. It could be Mayan Williams and as, as, as well as uh, Crowley. Those could be guys who are who are leaving as well. And it's it's tough. It's definitely 
definitely tough um, of trying to find out what's what, who's who. So we got a lot of backup going on. Um, Cam Bab hasn't really played. I think I think he's going to be leaving as well. Um, I just don't see him having the on-field experience that makes him valuable to us. Um, so CJ Hicks is the number one recruit in our class, number 17 overall. Terrence Brooks, the cornerback out of Texas, uh, number 38. Caleb Burton, the number four receiver in 247 sports, number 40 player in the country. Gabe Powers, linebacker, 6'4", 230, number 46 player in the country, number five player at his position, number two player in the state. Huge having back one and two guys, and especially both of these guys being linebackers. Caleb Brown is a receiver out of Chicago, number eight in his position. Um, he's still top 75. Keon Graves, number 13 in his position. He's top 100. Kojo Ant- Antwi, um, wide receiver, top 130. Jair Brown, cornerback, top 140. Tegard Teshabola, offensive tackle out of Ohio. He's top 190. Uh, Dallin Hayden is number 275 and in the country. George Fitzpatrick, offensive tackle out of Colorado. Kai Stokes, uh, athlete, probably going to be a safety out of Florida. Ben Christian is a tight end out of Georgia. And Ryan Turner is a corner out of Florida. So, uh, I think the class is going to shape up to be pretty good. I'm, I like Dallin Hayden. I think giving him a year or two of time to sit back and, and develop is going to be a good thing for him. The guy has good size, definitely can add another 15 to 20 pounds. And I think he has good quickness, good burst, and agility. Overall, I like this class. Um, I do. We do need another two linemen. There's no way. We only got two offensive tackles. We need another two guards or so a guard in the center for sure. Um, the receiver room, it's I think it's ridiculous. And you can tell our molding. Our molding, we like guys right around six foot, six one at max. And guys who are great route runners, we're not necessarily looking for their on-field burners. We're looking for guys who can kick with a double move and, and have a seven yards of separation. We're looking guys who could come in and out of their breaks. And I think that's what we're looking for in the body type. And I think that's what we're getting. And I'm excited to see four new receivers come in because one thing I believe with this new system is that all the receivers are going to get playing time. Um, we had three cornerbacks. Uh, Singletary opted out. But Terrence Brooks and Jair Brown, I think, are two quality guys who the best part is they don't have the pressure of having to rush to get on the field. Because uh, we're going to be young next year. And they don't have to worry about trying to fill in all. I forgot about cornerback Ryan Turner. So having three corners, and I know we want to add – Another safety to Kai Stokes, probably two. But if we can get Xavier Nwangpa, that would be a huge plus for us. So the class is solid, and it was being led by Quinn Ewers. But very, very solid class. We just got to continue to just keep trying. And I think we we are expecting a huge commitment from um, a defensive end out of Florida. He's top 100 in the country, king out of Jackson. So he's 6'5". Obviously, Larry Johnson loves him. Big, big freaky guy. And I would love to wrap up our defensive line with Hero Canoe. The guy's 6'5", 300 pounds. He's a beast. And if we can have uh, two Tyreek Williams in there, changes everything. We have put out an offer to Devin Brown, USC quarterback from Utah. He's uh, been performing 
pretty pretty good. And obviously, the best time to attack USC is when they're down. And um, we've been taking a look around this class, and we felt that he was a a good option. So there's a lot of good guys left for Ohio State, and I wouldn't count on a Mill Wagner. Don't think with a Mill Wagner, he's a true project guy. He's two three years away from even playing because he's just not big enough. So if he gets the weight up, maybe he could. But we saw that it did take a good two years for Nicholas Petit for year, and everyone said he had the talent. He just didn't have the weight. So I think a lot of people feel that Mill Wagner needs to improve on his technique. I know we haven't given up on Kenyatta Goodwin, the big offensive lineman out of Kentucky. So we're, we're, we're just got a lot of guys pursuing. We haven't given up on Eni White uh, or Amari Abor, but we're taking as many elite defenses as you can get. There's no way you are going to ever not take these guys. So if you get a chance to get three or four elite defenses, Larry Johnson takes them. Because one thing for sure, two things for certain, we know Larry can develop them. So I feel confident that no matter what happens, no matter who we get, whether we get these low three-star guy. Larry Johnson and the coaches doing what they're supposed to do developing with new system, new scheme. You know, so what? You don't have a bunch of first-rounders, but to have a team full of third-rounders is good as well. To keep producing pros, eventually you're going to strike and you're going to get that first-round guy. And that's what people have to really realize. But I want to go over the um, the future, you know, for 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 uh, our, our defense. And when you look at the future – of our defense. I mean, I start with the safeties. I like Court Williams a lot. Cameron Martinez, Latham Ransom, Ronnie Hickman. Those are three guys that you look at. Four guys, I'm sorry, that all have talent. And Court Williams was hurt last year as, as a freshman. So he's getting a chance to play. Cameron Martinez had to pick up the system. And he's he's now playing Latham Ransom. So I think there's plenty of quality. I just want to see who edges themselves out. Um, Craig Young might give it one more year before he decides to transfer. But I like Craig Young. I wonder, can he play an outside linebacker, maybe a Sam linebacker? Bryson Shaw, I'm not really exactly impressed, impressed with his defensive play. Um, he just seems lost from time to time. And I feel like teams feel like they can pick on him. When you look at him, he just doesn't seem confident. But we're young. We still got Jansen Dunn, Jalen Johnson, and Andre Turrentine, who haven't even really played. I mean, I know Jalen Johnson's hurt. Jansen Dunn just got hurt, but... We got three young safeties who want to come in and compete. And then we got Josh Proctor coming back. So this room is going to be highly competitive for the next couple of years. And these are all highly uh, recruited guys coming out of um, high school. And then I think the, the, the death, the four linebackers that should play should be Taraja Mitchell, EA, Steel Chambers, Cody Simon. Eichenberg, I think he's just a little too slow. I don't think he's ever really going to catch on with this scheme. It's a lot of pressure when you're playing two straight down linebackers. It's a lot. Um, now at cornerback, um, I think we're pretty solid there. I, I, I don't really, I don't think Legend Cavazos is that absolutely ready. Marcus Williamson is a great tackler in space. The guy, the guy can tackle. He's not scared to, to run up and drop his shoulder and do what he needs to do. Jordan Hancock and Jaqueline Johnson, two young guys. They got a lot of garbage time minutes, but I'm really impressed with. Ryan Watts, I wonder what happened, but if I had to pick a top four or top six, actually, let's just go top top five. Um, I would want to go with Seven Banks, Marcus Williamson, Denzel Burke, Cam Brown, 
And Ryan Watts. I love Ryan Watts. I don't. I wish we could find a way to get him on the field a little bit more. We haven't yet, and it's extremely disappointing. But I would love to get Ryan Watts on the field, no matter where we are. Now, Divas in, I think the future is actually pretty pretty good. Um, you got um, Jack Sawyer, JTT, Tyler Friday coming back next year. I think um, I'm pretty sure Gene Baptiste is coming back. I'm really interested to see what Noah Potter is. What is Noah? What is Noah Potter? Will we get anything from the guy? Or is he going to transfer? J- Jacoby Cowan. Will we get anything from the guy? Or is he going to transfer? Carmonte Hamilton. He was a converted uh, tight end. We haven't really got too much from him. Um, Darian Henry Young, big recruit out of Cincinnati. Uh, Tyler Williams, stud. Nothing to talk about. Stud. Uh, Jaden McKenzie. They really high him coming out of North Carolina. So these guys, Larry Johnson, hand picked. And I know we're in something on a Ty Hamilton. It's only a matter of time. And Michael Hall Jr., like, we're young, and I, I hope these young guys can start sparking earlier than expected. I think if these young guys start to spark, we have a lot to look forward to on the defensive line front. Defensive back end, I think we're great. I think Denzel Burke is going to be uh, eventually All-American and a first-rounder. So that wraps up this week of the um, – Ohio State's, well, the bye week's clearly over, but wraps up this week's show. Thank you all. Till next time.